Oh shit, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 111. 111! What the fuck? Oh my god, we have such good news for you guys this week. On top of our very faithful, very devoted sponsor and hosts here, our host area and studio uh, here at Vancouver Real Podcast Studios, uh, we also have a new sponsor on board. Oh my god! Michael Saavedra, will you please do the honors of letting everyone know who our new sponsor is this week on Film Camera, right here. This one right here. <laughs> well, if you look, we have a nice growler and some nice glassware from Off the Rail Brewing, Ding. who are in East Vancouver. Mm. Uh, when you're down in East Van, please check them out. They make a number <laughs> of fine craft beers. Yep. Uh, we're happy to have them uh, give us a nice taste for us and our guests every week. Um, yeah, today we are drinking their fine Checkmate Pilsner. Checkmate Pilsner. I gotta tell you, uh, this is pretty damn tasty. I enjoy it, which they is make great. Damn tasty beer. It'd be awful if we had someone sponsor us and we didn't like them because this is actually awesome. Just sits full <laughs> on the table the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, no, it's actually like super delicious, which is great. And actually, Saavedra knows more about beer, craft beer, loggers, whatever, name it. This guy knows, he's my guy. I message at 4 a.m. and I'm like, should I get this? And he's, he's always like, it's 4 a.m. Make a life choice. Don't, uh, don't do it. Well, I love visiting off the rail. I do so far, far, far too frequently. Far some, too frequently. Some might say. But uh, no, we are happy to have them on board. Here Absolutely. Su- super, super happy. I'm really, uh, I'm really uh, appreciative of the good folks over there that decided to take a chance on us. Thanks for... Uh, Pick up some of their beer. That's right. Buy that, their beer. That's right. They took a chance on us. You should take a chance on them. We'd love that and we'd appreciate it. So thank you very much for your sponsorship. Uh, of course, as always, we're also sponsored by the fine folks at Floathouse. Floathouse.ca is where you want to go right now if you want to get your uh, premier top-tier isolation experience that's that's the best way i could put it to you it's like a spa for your mind guys it's so amazing you get your own private clean just just i don't know it's 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 hard to kind of pitch this to someone if if it's so easy like in my head it's such an easy pitch because it's such a beautiful relaxing experience like you know it's not like i'm trying to tell people like oh, their businesses they break arms like it's, you know, it's like it's pretty easy like it's it's the it's such a comforting relaxing way to unwind it's so cool you climb to the tank and you just unlock the mysteries of the world the universe man that's a hard that's a hard step away from uh, breaking your arm, right? That's pretty, <laughs> pretty far. Yes. It's pretty good. Uh, but no, seriously, though, everyone here is like really talented, uh, really smart. Uh, they all have uh, a lot of a lot of good information that you can access online if you're wondering what an isolation tank is and how it can benefit you. You can do some research. It's very easy. Tons of videos out there, tons of resources. And most importantly, the people here will be glad to point you in the right direction. So make sure you go ahead and check out floathouse.ca and use our podcast promo code now. Go to floathouse.ca and book your next float and get 20% off by using our podcast promo code IIPODCAST. That's lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. Ooh, what a mouthful, Maka. Hello. Who is our guest this week? Yes. I think I have a goatee hair in my mouth that I don't like it. So uh, start. To my <laughs> yeah, to my immediate right, I have uh, uh, our uh, ever-present uh, carnivorous co-host Michael Saavedra, yep. and uh, on our boards tonight uh, we have the uh, I've said this before, but it makes sense. Corporeal 
Seamart. Uh, Look that up, boys and girls. You might might be impressed. Uh, and our guest to our immediate front. Uh, this this guy is uh, one of my best friends for a long time. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. Friend of the show. Uh, he's uh, very talented. His new album is out right now. Uh, the Cheeky EP produced by Ian Hughes. He's a talented writer, uh, great performer all around. We all love him, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Macca. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Yo. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you for having me. God damn. I uh, I'm gonna just wash down. Still, still a bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna wash down this hair you know with the uh, beard trimmers. You know, you I just why that's trim your upper lip. Maca, that's why you had a lot of why. time with laundry you Ma- were doing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I gotta do a bunch of laundry. Uh, Maca, that beard trimmer is the reason why there's hair there in the first place, and I don't know why. Here, I'll just take a sip of uh, the finest <clears throat> of off the rail brewing company, and we'll get rid of this right away. Mm. Off the rail. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, how dare you? Uh, Naka, how are yes. you doing? I'm good. I'm thanks, good. thanks for doing this on short notice. We had another guest uh, book a film spot. So uh, I was like, you know what? Let's bump Mac up a few weeks. You're supposed to come in in a few weeks. So we appreciate yeah. you coming in now. Um, how's it going, man? We mentioned earlier the Cheeky EP is out now, uh, available online. People can check it out. It's getting lots of great reviews and feedback. Um, of course, the major story behind this being that uh, you're being dubbed the pioneer of Canadian West Coast grime. Now, what does that mean to you? How can we explain this to people if they don't know what type of music this is? Please. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting <laughs> statement when it comes down to it because it was never something I was expecting in the long run or mm-hmm. the short run, whatever you want to say. Um, it's just it's a new new genre to Canadian ears, right? North American ears. It's it's UK based wow. music. What are some uh, prominent grime artists uh, that we can point to uh, that people can kind of get a feel for this genre? UK wise, from the UK? Yeah, just in general. Well, yeah, I think I think everybody knows Skepta already. He's been Skepta. Yeah, he's been he's been doing some some North American moves. A lot of his tours. OVO, yeah, his OVO connections and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's anything to be else be be known by or be anything to be proud true. Of, I, I just try to bridge the knowledge between like how yeah, someone yeah, would have heard of him. I'd like to keep Drake's name out of it, out of this. To be honest with you, this okay. is a whole new era of music. I feel and a new start and a new fresh fresh take on what yeah. we can create with this culture, right? So I almost, keeping all that old stuff out is yeah, probably a good idea. I almost feel like he's only involved at all because of that, because it is a new era and he's trying to of maintain yeah. a grip on A lot of these guys that. probably see that their their time will soon come to an end, and no doubt, everyone's does from time mm-hmm. to time, and everyone will, some guys will try to leech on to other things to keep their name and name involved in what's going on in the world, right? Right. Who's your favorite grime artist? Someone you look up to. Like, it, it, you don't have to fanboy them, but someone you think that they're doing it in a, a way that you appreciate. Well, there's obviously there's obviously Dizzy, but Dizzy doesn't really make too traditional grime too much anymore. Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, Dizzy Rascal. He's not really traditional grime as, as much as he used to be. You know, he you'd, you'd say he's probably one of the founding fathers of grime, I would mm. say. When you listen to, like, Fix Up, Look Sharp, Boy in the Corner, you know, he was young and doing it. It's a classic it and, album. Oh, classic stuff. Yeah. But I'd definitely say probably Wiley. Wiley and Kano. And, I love uh, Wiley, man. Chips on the Up. Um, Do you like Wretch 32? Uh, not, nothing I listen to on a regular basis, yeah. that's for sure. I feel like if he's on a song, I don't skip it, but I don't go check in for it either, that kind of thing. Um, I, uh, I was wondering just based on you know a lot of the genre conversation we're having right now um what are some other genres you listen to when you're not listening to 
say music you're working on or or otherwise like i like, listen i listen to pop music top 40 music pop music quite quite often actually it's, it's pretty well discussed on this podcast and we can throw back to this conversation a little bit but we've discussed several times how how important it is for artists out there that are growing and trying to learn the craft of songwriting for you to learn and just respect the resources that it takes to create popular music pop mm-hmm. music is the some of the hardest music you can write the simplicity of it is where the difficulty lies and and that's where a lot of people don't understand i think so. yeah i would agree i would definitely agree on that i would say the simplicity of it is what may obviously makes it pop music but at the same time i find there's such a a uh, underlining what do you say there's an underlining way to writing writing pop hooks and even pop verses and bridges and courses and so on and so forth there's there's an there's a uh, there's a science behind it mm-hmm. you know and not everyone can do that yeah i think that a lot of pop artists um obviously you know the curtain's been pulled back decades ago where a lot of pop artists don't write their own music but the people behind those songs are you know the formulas that they use to put it together are you know br- nothing short of brilliant it's yeah, amazing i would say so yeah yeah it's it's pretty spectacular um who who within pop are you checking out then big fan of ellie goulding ellie goulding a huge fan of ellie goulding <laughs> I've actually, you I know, now that you music. say that, I remember you hitting me up not too long ago, and you were, it was a pretty late night, not like a 4 a.m. Saavedra, hey, should I drink this beer kind of call, but uh, it was like, have you checked out Ellie Goulding's album? She is so good. I love her. And I was like, yeah, it's good, man. And then even through text, I could tell a romance was blossoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a babe. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely a babe. She is a cutie. Oh, totally. Is she uh, she's still dating Skrillex? I wasn't aware that she was in the first place. I don't know. Is that you're hearsay? Just shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just making shit up. I was at a music festival and I heard <laughs> some, some dude told me. Oh, I believe it. Something I overheard. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the headline of this is Mac starts rumor about Ellie Goulding <laughs> yeah. and Skrillex. Hilarious. Career ended. Yeah. Harvey Levin on TMZ will be all over this. Mm. Heard it here first. You heard it here first. Friend of the show, Maka, well-known gossiper. <laughs> uh, hey, you know TMZ will be M A D. M A D. Get mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should talk a little bit about the fact that uh, in the last year, um, that song, Get Mad, off of Rude Man LP, uh, which I produced, just wanted to throw that out there, uh, produced by me. Uh, Maka, you managed to get... Uh, Placement with that. Yeah, some TV, yeah. some television we spots. We got it on, uh, on uh, this show called Ties That Bind with Luke Perry from 902, the original 902. Yeah. yeah, Luke Perry. I even think... They marketed one of the episodes because it had like Jason Priestley on it, and so is that how they marketed? They marketed as like a bit of a reunion. It's like if you ever wanted to see these two actors on screen again, and they they did it. Yeah, I don't think Tori Spelling made the trip, but uh, the rest of them. Doesn't yeah. she have like six kids now or something or seven? She has like a trillion kids. She has a lot she, of kids. A lot of kids and a cheating husband. Is that true? Yeah, he's a cheating husband. More rumors. Yeah. Oh, Alleged. more. That Alleged. Alleged. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Google that. Yeah. Friend of the show, Mac, a well-known gossip spreader. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly to all those things. Yeah, it's really important that we say allegedly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Ellie Goulding jam right now? Right now? She's got so many good ones, though. 
Does she? I listen like when I listen to her, I'll listen to everything. I won't just stick on one song. I know all the singles she has, but like something about the fire, fire, fire. Is it burn? That's burn. Isn't yeah. it fire first though? That it burns? Because uh, we got that fire, fire, and then because no, we got burn, burn, burn. I uh, of course I know it really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like I know, I know, like her singles. Not even really, actually. You, don't like it, don't, you say you don't like it? <laughs> no, I said I, I do know her singles. Oh. I, I don't know her other stuff. Maybe her more fan-connected songs. Well, Burn's probably. That's one Burn. of her singles. That, got, yeah. yeah. She is. You know, she probably got like 20 That's why singles. I know it. But I did yeah. call it Fire. So I don't really yeah, know Yeah, you got it. that wrong. Yeah, I did. Pretty close, though. Pretty close. And I had the melody. So fuck off right here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, this is going really well. <laughs> uh, Maka, uh, right now you have this album, Cheeky, yeah. that is just like, you EP, know, EP, EP. this EP album yeah. uh, that is, it's just something totally different out there. It's so new in terms of, you know, direction. And it was produced by a gentleman we both know, Ian Hughes, mm-hmm. over in the UK. And, uh, you know, you previously collaborated with him on Summer Rain. Yep. Which also was placed in Ties That Bind, yeah, actually, exactly. which is crazy. Some of the actual songs. Yeah. Was, yep. Yeah. So the, uh, yeah, the self-titled song, right? Mm. So, I mean, that being said, you've obviously had a good string of success here with Ian. Um, what do you have plans moving forward with, with him? Like, are you collaborating again in the future? Do you have stuff in the works? Yeah, I, definitely, I got more stuff in the works yeah. right now. Yeah, I got, a, I got an entire album right now that I'm pretty much been sitting on for a year. It's not complete, but... It's getting there. Like I saw recently, you were asked by Hip Hop Canada about whether or not you're just going to continue going the EP route. Is that the plan for the next record? Uh, you know, I don't know. I can't give you a straight up answer. I just go with whatever works. I've, I've come to the point in my, my music career where I'm not planning things out too much anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of going with the flow. And if I need to put something out, I'll, I'll put something out. You know, I like to have an arsenal of, of songs ready to go whenever I need something. Boom, put it out. Get ready, right? Yeah, yeah. The last backlog of stuff, right? Right. Because Cheeky was done when I had Moxie. When I put Moxie out the EP before Cheeky, I had Cheeky done already before when Moxie was done. Before that, yeah, I had those both done at the same time. So that gives you that stockpile you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Because I found myself falling behind making music quite often with everyday life at the same time, right? Trying to keep up with everyday life, pay my bills. Previous to all this, like yeah, before yeah. summer yeah, rain. Before I would say before the summer rain EP, that that was that was like my life at that time. Because you know? I remember the Rude Man LP being more of like, a, like a, yeah, like a sprint. Yeah, <laughs> it was way more of a like a dash. Yeah, because it was like, hey, you have a record? Yeah, check this out. Okay, come here. Okay, and the next day you'd be over. You'd be like, hey, I got the demo. I want to do yeah. this. Okay, cool. And then we we just kind of craft it together. Um, now I will admit though, I th- I feel like I want to. The stockpiling records isn't always a good thing for quality music. I found, I found as soon as I get the song, get a get a composition, I want to be able to get that done. I want I want to make it right there on the spot because I feel like I've made the best music right on the spot in the moment mm-hmm. so i want to get back into the habit of doing that that is that is the real trick for artists in 2016 the turnaround time from where you can uh craft an original thought and idea and then place it musically in like a physical realm and then also actually distribute it you know digitally or physical however that turnaround time between that sometimes people can miss the boat you know people can miss the the stylistic quality of like what they're trying to do like that you know there's a sound 
to that song we were just talking about that I just butchered with Ellie Goulding, yeah. uh, with uh, uh, Burn, right? Yeah. Burn. So fire, fire with fire, fire, fire with uh, with burn, burn. Would be the adjective, and then fire would be the noun. Right? <laughs> I uh, see where you're going. going. Okay, I but see. You decided decided to call it the ad- adjective word. Right? I see where you're going. Stop thinking noun. That's the songwriter right there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's that yeah. focus, right? But like that sound that she has in that. There's yeah. like there's an intrinsic value to that that is like it's it's almost not quantifiable in terms of it's just it's taste right like the sound the drums the the rhythm everything about it reflects an era that is taking place at that particular moment right like there's no uh there's no like how many times have you heard a record and you're like wow this is amazing i love this song this is such a good song and then you're like oh you know what though this would have been good like five years ago but uh you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just crazy i don't know it that's that's the kind of thing i'm I'm kind of on. Well, that's why it's pop music, right? It's kind of trying to. Yeah, like it, it, you're either going to make the trend or you're right. going to be on the trend. Right? Yeah. So my point being yeah. that, like, the turnaround is like such an important <coughs> aspect in 2016. It's like the probably the biggest part of being a relevant artist right now is is not just the quality, but how fast you can put it out there. How how fast you can feed this like never ending appetite for it's your momentum, fans. It's momentum, right? Keep your momentum. Momentum. Keep, keep your name and keep your, your look and your image in people's faces. You know, they will forget you, right? Because people's attention spans are what? Like eight seconds nowadays? You're right. As soon as they hear something, they move on to the next thing. I'm just as guilty as the next person for that. We you had, I mean? uh, yeah, we had Sean Rammer on the show from EA Sports and, and he, he was telling us that, do you guys remember this? He was saying, uh, he's like, our game, which is like, you know, as, 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 large of a title as you can imagine like for a sports franchise it's like it's a 17th 20th installment or some shit like that crazy fucking number of games they've done and uh he's like yeah we're competing with your cell phone and i'm like what he's like i'm like no no no, you're competing like against other, like like yourself like madden like all the in-house games and he's like no 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 he's like we're competing with your cell phone we're competing with you picking up your phone in between like like periods like when you're playing a game or like whistles in the game, simulated action. He's like, you're checking your texts and stuff like that. He's like, yeah. he's like, that didn't even exist in our games. You know, we, we talked about that. Like that didn't exist in the first like 15 incarnations of that game. Right. Very strange uh, way that things have gone, but like in music, it's, it's no different. We're, we're competing with your phone. We're competing with, uh, you know, all the, all these different, uh, pretty much every form of music. Yeah. Like it's yeah. crazy. So how do you keep that? How do you keep people interested and motivated? Just keep drilling in, into their face. It's just drilling. I, I feel like just, you know, people, people are going to ignore you. What do we say all the time? We oh, say, yeah. A little Gandhi. A little Gandhi line, right? It's like... Uh, first they'll ignore you. First they'll ignore they'll laugh you. Laugh you. Laugh. Then they'll fight you, then you win, right? Then they'll fight you, then so you just, win. If you know, if you, I feel like if you've got something that's, that, you, that you believe in, obviously, believe in what you, what you create, mm-hmm. believe in yourself, you know, if you have that and you feel that way about yourself and you feel like that's... You believe in your own product. Just yeah. Keep putting it out there. Keep putting it I out agree. there. You know, you got what? Eight billion people in this world. <clears throat> you know? That's right. I'm sure there's, there's eight, probably seven. Maybe. I think we're at eight, eight or seven or eight now. Seven. And a half. Let's say seven. And Let's half. say seven. And Let's split the difference. You and I. It's just uh, 500 million people. Who gives a fuck? Well, it wouldn't surprise. It's just you. one America, right? Anyway, what I'm saying is, <laughs> just keep show people you're not going anywhere. Mm. You know, I think the strong. I think the biggest, the strongest thing an artist can have is is. Uh, self-faith and people will see that in that artist and they'll believe and then they, that gives them something to believe in at the same it's contagious. time contagious right? yeah exactly yeah. right because a lot of people don't believe in themselves so if they see someone that's doing what they do and they say man that 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 man or that female 
believe in themselves that much, maybe I can get something from that as yeah. well, right? You know? Well, a lot of your material is, like, inspirational. I'm not like, all of it. Not, to a degree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say it's just like a fan and, like, a, yeah. a collaborator. I would say, like, a strong majority of your music is pretty inspirational. Thank you. Um, but the, the, the vibe behind that, like, do you ever feel drained from being that lyrically like yeah, having to put that into music like yeah. it's fatigued yeah because you shove all, all, all your positivity into, into one thing and it's like you got to search for more of it so how am i going to fight so if i've just gutted myself with all the positivity in my life and my good feelings into one let's say an ep or an album or a song or even the clothing line or anything anything that has to do with me pushing my career you gotta you, how, you gotta rebuild that you gotta find more of it and you're constantly searching for more and more of it so as an artist, I find I get myself to these extreme highs, and it's, and it's awesome feeling. Things are going well. You know, you put out a song, you put out a video, you put out an EP, you put out anything, put out any fucking content. Doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. and you get a good, you get a good review, you get good hits, you get good likes, whatever the case may be. You get good feedback. You know, you're up so high, you feel good, and then within that eight seconds of people's attention spans, it's gone. So think how you feel. Yeah, that's a pretty fleeting. It hurts. Like it, it's a, it's yeah. a gut wrenching feeling, right? You know. So it's like okay. So that's what I mean by you have to keep on putting stuff out because in the end, I'm almost doing it for myself to keep myself at that high, keep myself up. Because as soon as you come down, it sucks. I like you talking like this. I like this that he's like you're being like very raw about that. I, li- I like well, how it's, honest it's something you're being. I've actually realized in the past little while too. You know, you need a win, you need a win from time to time. You need to you know to keep your positivity up. But at the same time, <clears throat> I say that you need to keep yourself up and you, and you need to keep searching for more positivity, but you do have to realize that you're not always going to win and you're not always going to be around positive people and you're not always going to be around positive situations, but you can't let those things bring you down, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go to work, some, some dude wants to act like an asshole, you got to brush it off because you can't let his negativity and his attitude and his shitty life affect your own when in reality, his, his has nothing to do with your own. His problems have nothing to do with you. So why would you let them affect you? And if he's really that shitty of a person, that's his own problem. Yeah. Bit in the ass like in day. that scenario, that person has like real no bearing on you. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, they yeah, don't. They you know, it's no your authority. own choice whether you let these things affect you or not, right? Yeah, man. So That's good advice. It really is. It totally is. And that, that's even taken me. That It took me a long time to figure that out. It's like, you know what? Why am I letting this stuff bug me? Why am I letting these situations affect me? Why am I letting these people bug me? In the end, it's their own problem. In the end, they're, they're the asshole, not me. Yeah. You know? I'm the asshole if I take what they're giving me and then put it on to other Joe Schmo for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know? I have no right to do that. So I'll just keep that person out of my face. Another thing, too, I'm a strong believer now. Surround yourself. Don't put yourself in situations with negative people. You know? If I'm in a room and, I'm, and I hear something or someone's talking to me about something I don't like, I'll walk away. I don't care if you think I'm an asshole for it. I don't want to hear what you have to say because what you're saying might affect me in a way that it might actually bug me for a couple of days. And I got no time to waste to be in a bad mood. I hear you. you I, I, mean? I, uh, <laughs> I do have, for myself, I have to say, because like, I agree with you because uh, I, we've, we've talked about that several mm-hmm. times where I'm just like, I just don't want to add that kind of energy into my life for sure. I, like, I, I appreciate that. Um, I do have to mention though, I, I've kind of had like a bit of an epiphany in the last month or so. There's a lot of negativity and toxic stuff online right now. Such division, you know. It's the, not even right now. It's always been like that. Oh, yeah, always. always be like Always. That. But, like, specifically <clears throat> American elections that are, like, like the really. Dakota Pipeline. Really. That, yeah. that is a very, very but did huge you ever issue. Think, though, did you guys ever think that, you know, what we see on, let's say, the, the Dakota Pipeline, for example. What we see of that, we're seeing the fighting. We're seeing 
they're showing on online, let's just say, they're showing us them fighting. They're showing us them fighting back, vice versa. You know, they're showing the negativity. But we're not focusing on who are these idiots who made the decision to put a pipeline under the Missouri River. We're not going back to the root of the problem. All we're focusing on what that decision has, has, has created. We're focusing on what's over here, right? So yeah. why don't we go back and say, who's this idiot that made that decision? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you that's know it. What I mean? oh, that's like getting five. Yeah, it sounds great. Good it's, idea. It's, it's, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that because it's like getting mad at, like, getting mad at an earthquake rather so the, than well, getting mad at the tectonic exactly. plates. Exactly. You know, so what, 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 what I'm getting at here is that <laughs> no, seriously, it is, it is. It is. I mean, that's obviously like a natural disaster, but like the same idea, like where people are focusing on the, the result rather exactly. than the cause like the cause, root of that yeah. is like some greedies motherfuckers it's very greedy yeah, so where are these greedy guys why are we protesting out front their homes yeah i, why should are, say, I shouldn't say we why aren't, why aren't these these people protesting out their home uh, in front of their homes you know what i mean at the same time yeah they have to defend the land okay you know i, I mean? can appreciate they, like yeah. the, in the moment defending it of course but what i'm what i'm trying to say is the root of the problem here mm-hmm. we're not focusing on the root of the issue who made the decision because that had to we get, don't see anything like that yeah. online, do we? All we see is the fighting. They keep us, they keep us getting mad and angry and throw our, our mental, our, our, our positive way of thinking about this or the ways that we could figure it out by us having us focusing on the violence. Yeah. No, I so hear all you. we focus on is the violence, right? No, Am I, I making you. sense here? Of course. Yeah. No, no, I yeah. hear you. I, no. I, think, I think you're on to something there because the, the, the systemic issue is that people are greenlighting decisions they greenlit this this pipeline, yeah. and, they, and walk, they walk away. And they walk free. away. Yeah, that's right. And no one yeah, says anything, no one about, says it. anything yeah. about that. So then, then our generation now <clears throat> focuses on the videos we see online. We see right. the fighting. Right. You know, we see these sheep police officers beating and, and badgering on these people trying to protect their land. That's rightfully theirs. This doesn't. Make, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's awful. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's it really truly is. And I'm like not going to sit here and awful. say I can relate to them because I honestly can't. But I do have empathy for them, mm-hmm. and I do agree with what they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. You know. But again. We need to go to the root of the problem. Who made this fucking decision? I, I mean, okay, you know? we are a week away. Because realistically, wait, wait, hold up. Realistically, it, Missouri, the Missouri River is the longest running river in North America, right? Right. From what I understand. And right? after yeah. all the Luke's oil spills yeah. and leaks and so on and so forth we've had in the past, let's just say 10 years. In the Gulf of Mexico. Does it really make yeah. any logical sense to put a fucking pipeline under the Missouri River? Never. Like it doesn't make any. No, like, it's it's not. It's like saying two plus two is five. Like it's it's that simple of of a. It, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, I'll be the. No, there's not going to be any leaks. I'll be the there's oil. There's not going to yeah. be any breaks. No, no, yeah. we'll be fine. Let's, <laughs> let's just test it out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll test it out. See how it goes. So now, twenty, thirty, fifty years from now, the water's fucked. Yeah. No, I'll be the. Uh, I'll be the uh, oil. <clears throat> I'll be the tycoon. But Mackie, you don't understand how many jobs this this creates. Mm-hmm. Mackie, you don't understand that. Uh, oh yeah. If, if yeah, we go okay. under the yeah. riverbed, yes, we are going to save four percent on our bottom line. Do you not appreciate well, how four percent creates you know twenty I jobs? See, I see where you're coming from, but those jobs aren't going to be. <laughs> if, if there's no people, if people are dying from disease and can't don't have water to drink, then there's gonna, those jobs are pointless. You know what? You you're just. You, you sound like a communist. <laughs> that's, and that's what, honestly, that's how every one of those ar- arguments go. It's like someone comes with like some crazy capitalistic point, and then someone will say, like, no, like, what good are jobs if the environment is fucked? We don't, we don't, and then we, someone will eventually call the other guy a communist tr- tree hugger, and that's the conversation just dies. These like ad hominems destroy no, everything about the discussion. What's a job if there's no people to fill that job? 
No, I hear you. I, I, I'm, I'm right with you. No, no, I, I, I'm not saying you're fighting with me. No, no, no. Who is make, who are making these decisions? We need this 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 generation of decision makers to die off. Is what we need. We need them like axed ASAP. That's the only that's way. That's what we need. You I, know. And I, again, that's that's the only that's the, the only way I feel like to get get that point across now and as soon as possible is stop focusing on the violence that's occurring and go back to the root of the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. I hear you, man. I, like, I think that, it's like... this Joe Schmo <clears throat> sitting in his mansion jerking himself off to his billions of dollars because he made that decision, and he's getting away with it. He's laughing. Not only is he laughing, but he's also completely safe from all types of public criticism. Yeah, like, exactly. how about the fact that we all know about the situation, the protesters, we know both sides, but we don't even know the name of this person. That's exactly my point. Yeah, like, what's their name? Exa- we, can, we, can, we see all this anonymous stuff on Facebook that they can... They can uh, they can air out all the dirty business about Ashley Madison people, but they can't figure out. I'm not saying that they can't, but we don't see any. We, we don't see these guys saying, "Hey, this is Joe Schmo who made the decision," or "This is this is the this is the roundtable of tycoons that made that decision." We don't see anything like that. But it comes Why? down to that eight seconds again. We were talking about before is that like people don't like how many news stories do you click on that aren't like inflammatory or exciting? If I have mm-hmm. to hear about like, oh, and this is the process and how we got to the decision of whatever. And it's like not super engaging. People don't click on it. No, I, again, you know, I don't so disagree. Just, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah that's it's an issue. It's unfortunate. We're focusing that's, on the like, like, yeah. it's not even like the, we're being serviced by media yeah, companies right. that are servicing what yeah. is the violence is entertaining, right? Yeah, people like exactly. to watch the violence. Yeah. Mainly, not necessarily because they like to see blood and gore, but it's because it's actually shocking, right? Mm-hmm. They have a like. I sit there and I watch. It, I say, I can't believe I'm actually watching this. You know. Yeah, that's pretty fucked well, it's up. It's like an it's immediate crazy. call to action, like, yeah. right, right when you see it. Yeah. Even if you're just glancing through your Facebook and you see that happening, yeah. it's yeah. that immediate like, "Whoa, I'm opposed to this!" Yeah. Like yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, any news article that ends in a question mark, I've avoided clicking in the past year. <laughs> Seriously, because like that, it's basically an opi- must be doing well it's an op-ed. Very often. <laughs> and you know it's what, an you know, opinion you piece. Know what I could, you know what I could say 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 to that Seymour too is the fact that we don't have enough influential people saying these things we don't have mm-hmm. enough influential fair. people bringing these things to light you know mm-hmm. and i've always felt like as, as one of the main things as an artist for myself why i want to get to make it like become world famous and known is because i'm going to say some shit i'm going to say some intelligent stuff yeah, i say some say some shit that doesn't sound too intelligent but i'm gonna say shit <laughs> Friend of the show. I'm say some shit, but what I'm getting at here yeah. is you don't see enough artists. <laughs> Friend you of the show. You don't, yeah, you don't see enough artists or, or, or celebrities take, take, doing a call to action, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And for example, in, uh, North Dakota Pipeline aside, um, some recent, recent, shit, sorry. Some recent, recent, recent. shootings in, in Toronto, you know, the gun violence there, and, and there's been gun, gun violence there going on for a long time. You know, people say, well, Drake's done so much for Toronto. What's he done? What's he done? What? Because you're a rapper, it's not cool to stand up against gun violence. Did he make? He made the Toronto Raptors cool. Yeah, <laughs> wicked, awesome <laughs> basketball did, team. He did actually, cool. didn't he? I was like, ah, they were already cool. He just put his face yeah. along with it. Anyway, but what I'm getting, you see, what you I'm don't feel he, here? you don't feel like he legitimized a large portion of the no, Canadian recording industry. Not at all. Cardi did. Sean Paul did. Cardinal. Sean Claire did. The Rascals did. Swole True, but to, did. The, to this Those level, though, to where he's like a to thought, what, what? he's a thought leader. Like, like literally. How is he a thought leader? Well, I, I feel like almost the majority of rappers that are trying to make it outside of present company excluded and like a small handful yeah. of people uh, all try to <clears> sound <throat> like him. Like, that's that's a major impact in the culture. Like, a lot of people. Because he's a try, pop star. Not just because he's a pop star, but because he's he's changed 
like he's what has he changed realistically what has he changed i mean we've talked about this before but like you know in the late 90s and my opinion is may have may have may have, may have changed since then though. right yeah it's the in the late 90s we had the bling era and the, it was someone maced the game is like you know what the phrase yeah, yeah, is I remember like that conversation. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. maced the yeah, game Drake just came in and draked the game and then 50 cent 50 cent of the game yeah, totally flipped this, it to hardcore what does that have to do with the now, point i'm making well though? now it's back to like softer drake stuff so someone's going to come in and blank the game someone's going to of course make but what, it that has nothing to do with what i'm talking about here it does because in what sense explain to me just that you you just said what has he done for the culture like he okay, may not so, have okay, affected wait, yeah he may have came in and drake the game and, and gave some guys some some insta- some style to inherit right but realistically what has he done as as a, a public figure for his community for his city I mean, that, I, feel, I couldn't you know, speak to that. Is, like, I don't you know. know. What? And Drake, uh, you're probably never going to hear this, and I really don't care if you do or you don't. Nothing against you in the sense of, I, I'm, all I'm saying, step your game up as a public figure. You know, be a voice for the people. And if you, if you want to say you really want to put your city on the map, but I say putting your city on the map is bring your city together, making it a better city. You know what I mean? Making the city buzz about one another, making communities buzz, making businesses flourish, making your sports teams flourish. No doubt, Drake. Yes, he made. <laughs> he put his face on the Raptors. <laughs> what I'm getting at here is he could be saying a lot more a- and making making gang culture and gun violence that is so prevalent in rap music today. He could make that uncool. He I could potentially have the power to do that. But do you see him do that? Do you see any other artist do that? No. And it drives me nuts. I mean, I. I, I hear where you're coming from. I, I do see what you're saying. He hasn't really taken a strong stance on, say, like gun violence. I'm not violence. even going to just say Drake. I'm going to say when when uh, when the game and Snoop went on went on TV after I can't remember who it was who got shot. I'm sorry. Another 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 African American in, in the do states. You know what year? Remember that when they? It was I recent. do remember like uh, they go a they reach go out. there looking like yeah. gang members speaking to the media. What impression does that take up put, put off to the kids for one and two? Wait, hold up. Um, the, the music that they've created. So now the music that you've created that potentially had a very big influence on the gang right. culture and these, 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 these things <clears throat> that happen within their communities, you had a part in creating. You had a part in fueling. And now you're going to come back around and say this violence has to stop? Yeah, I mean, that's like, so, that's so I, I condescending, it drives me insane. I hear you. I think in that <clears throat> particular scenario with the Game Snoop conference, because I only vaguely remember it, but I think in that respect, because they represent two sides of a coin with Crips and Bloods, I, I think that that was more, you know, I don't want to speak to the theatrics of it, but if they had shown up and not maybe represented these colors coming together in that respect, it would have been maybe not as much of an impact. Because, like, here, here I am. I can't even really remember. Like, I vaguely remember them doing, like, a joint press conference. But, like, I don't remember for who or what or why because that didn't really do anything, really, if you think about it. No, of it, it didn't. Not. It had no exactly, serious you know impact. Because what, what I just said, it's unbelievable. How can you believe that? Yeah, it just didn't have, have any have impact. How can you faith or hope in that? In reality, our generation isn't stupid. Our generation sees these things. They're not dumb. You look at the Facebook comments on these things, people, say, people said exactly what I just said. People aren't stupid. They know these things. Maybe they'll, again, back to the attention span, they'll forget about it and yeah. move on. Because it's nothing to remember in the, in the long run anyway. Do you find it strange that you can have group conversations like like we all know each other well in here, like there's, there's the four of us in here, and we can all have a consensus about an idea, or maybe even dissenting opinions, but there's a commonality to the idea that everyone just wants to do their own thing and not be bothered by it, right? Like there's this commonality to it. But do you find it weird that like, one-on-one it's almost 
always consensus, like almost always, like a one-on-one. I mean, like not anyone else in the room, not like a server walking by in the bar or something. Like that. I mean, like just one-on-one with someone. You talk to them. Are you saying that that's what me and you do? No, when no, we talk? okay, no, no, no. I think we then have. I'll, I'll have to disagree with that statement. I think we have many dissenting opinions. What, what oh, I think we do quite often. Yeah, I, I think it's healthy. I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, isn't it weird though that like because you're saying like this generation's smart. I'm like, isn't it strange that like when people are lumped into groups. People are like, oh, millennials are stupid. Yeah. Uh, Generation X is this and that. They have all these like uh, just crazy attacks that they'll throw on people. But when it's a one on one, numbers, because right. it's numbers, right? But one on one, one on one, when you meet someone dumb, like when you meet someone, you're just like, yeah. uh, I, I just wouldn't trust you around knives, that kind of thing. <laughs> like just someone dumb. Uh, it, for me. I've been like limiting those encounters more and more. But when I do meet someone where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'm trying not to be so judgmental lately, but it's, uh, it's bad, man. It's pretty bad. It's, uh, it can be a pretty bad thing. What do you think? I don't waste my time with those people anymore. You don't waste your time. No. Well, what I was saying earlier was, uh, those people, some of those people are the people you can never get a point across to anyway, or they won't even let you get two yeah. words in. Well, how do you, so. t- but, uh, how about this? Like you can't get a point across to them, but, are they just written off forever? Because no, my mentality... You know what? Some people are written off forever. Some people just don't want help. Some people just don't want to be saved. I hear you, man. I'm, I'm all about that. So, you know, and I'm all for... And again, I'm all for obviously helping people and getting people educated and, and up to date with what's going on and, and higher... And, and giving a higher learner... Uh, what's the word? A, uh, Education. No, a... Uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> um, so, again, some people just don't want help, man. They're right. You're wrong. Plain and simple. I've learned that in the past couple of years. It's, I, not worth ex- it's not worth exerting your energy to help someone else if they don't want your help. I hear that. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is, <coughs> I, you know, I, I, on social media, I, I wrote this a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and I said, uh, uh, I'm going to stop uh, deleting and unfollowing people when <laughs> yeah. I disagree with them. <laughs> I, uh, cause I, I was, I went on a, a good Rampage. six months where like anytime anyone would say something stupid, I'd be like, done, you're gone. Boom, blocked, boom. And I was just doing this so frequently that, you know, it occurred to me at one point, I'm like, man, who do I have left on this list? And then I started going through them and I was like, everyone on this list is just an echo chamber. Like everyone, if I said, you know, generic opinion one. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, fuck rights, man. Generic opinion one. It, mm-hmm. was, it was cooler when it was older, though. Like, someone, <laughs> there's always, like, this generic vibe that comes with it. But if you have, like, that one dissenting opinion, it makes you view things a little bit differently. It gives you, like, a contrasting idea. Because sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it makes you rethink your stance and position. And you go, you know what? I never fucking thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. And it does make you change things up. So I've... I've actually stopped blocking and, and unfollowing people. I think it's fucking interesting. I, I, now it sounds I'm like, like a challenge. Yeah, now I'm into oh, it. See, now I'm, like, now I'm so into I, it. Antagonize yeah. to get MD to get pissed off. Yeah, like like because <laughs> I I was going off on fucking neocon conservatives, like all these all these guys in the Canadian election. I was just I would just jump on boards. You misogynistic, Islamophobic, uh, you know, just transphobic. Fuck you, like just. And I'd be just. No, you didn't. Yes, and no, I would just say didn't. such visceral, totally no, such didn't. such visceral anger. He thought it though. Yeah, he thought it. He didn't no, 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 no. It, such visceral <laughs> anger online. Unlike button. It was so bad that I, I ran into a friend the other day uh, at this uh, going away party, and I hadn't talked to him in like at least two years, and uh, he was like, "Hey, I just want you to know." 
uh, during the last year of the election, he's like, you were my entertainment for a good while. He's like, everything oh, you, no. you would post would pop up in my feed. That's like a loose compliment. Right. Sorry. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> vitriol, loose. that pure wrath hate. But like, that's the thing. I went from that to like, ah, you know what? I want to fucking, I want to learn from these people. Because like, I, I don't think there's anything to be gained from learning from people that already agree with you, right? Like, you're, it's not. just an well, echo chamber. Yeah. But I, I want to have like... Like just like creativity, I want like a very healthy, uh, competitive environment that's going to produce the best, right? Like like I want, like uh, you and I have worked on records before where I'm like, okay, it's just us and the team. We are in a microcosm of that, competing against each other for like, you want the best vocals and I want the best production. Course, yeah. Boom, we yeah. have this no epic doubt. fucking album. That's awesome. If, if we can have that in a conversation about, say, the environment or politics where, like, someone's like, you have to imagine just the farthest contrast from your own personal belief. If you can envision, like, hugging this person and being like, I understand. I don't, I don't agree with you, but I understand. If you can get to that point, it's very, like, liberating. It feels very yeah. good to get there. Instead of, like, can you believe that piece of shit? Fuck that guy. I can't fucking believe. Block delete this fucking fuck. It just doesn't get you anywhere because then that guy turns around and does the same to you and it just creates all this division. So when we're talking about like, you know, bettering Toronto or like Vancouver or any of these places, I think a lot of it just starts in our own social circles. Like, how are we going to approach dissent? I, yeah, you know, and I, yeah, I don't disagree with that. But again, in the, in the long run, who has the most power? Thought leaders, who, politics, celebrities, celebrities, artists, you know, and I mean by that, media. especially nowadays with social media and the yeah. way things are marketed to us, is that they have the most they have the they have the most followers these people they do they do they have the most they have the, they can hit as more people than i can hit in a year they can hit in an hour which is fucked yeah that's what i mean by that yeah you know, and again it's nothing against the names that i named yeah. but i'm just saying you have the power you have the opportunity to do something right now and they don't these guys don't take it you can know what even even some local local guys that have gotten to a certain point from vancouver they, they haven't doing they're not doing shit they're doing you know relatively well they're doing well, but... For I'm, their market. Yeah, of course, for their market. But, but not... Like, that's the thing. Like, we talked about goals off air, and, like... She's cute. You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, one goal uh, I've discussed with you that I have is, like, I want to be culturally significant in some aspects so that, like, you know, I'm not going to have kids. What's... What are my kids going to be? Like, what is it... Is it going to be this body of work? Is it going to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some cultural impact? Like, that's a goal, man. Like, that, that's what I, I want to have some impact on that. And, like, whether that comes, you know, in uh, 20 years or 20 days or 20 seconds, who the fuck knows? But, like, the reality of it is, like... I, that's the exciting part, though, That's right? exactly it. Like, gonna I'm living on the cusp of that where that I, I, like, I want to do it. feet right now, and either it's your decision exactly. you to keep digging or walk away now, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. And so I, I just kind of feel like, you know, in some respect, it's, like, a lot of the stuff that we talk about realistically in the entertainment business doesn't really fucking matter like like once i wrap my head around that where i'm like it's just entertainment a lot of it doesn't matter a lot of it is just like squabbling or petty posturing trying to like get ahead of the other guy um once i realize that it's like you can just kind of rise above that like it, you know you can just kind of like expand your mind beyond it it doesn't have to be uh so a b you know, it can be like AA. Like it can be like it can definitely help out. Not that you should stop drinking Maca, but uh, did you just make an AA joke to Maca? 
are you talking to yourself now? I did. Inside voice. How dare you? How dare you? Is that your inner monologue speaking out? That's what a float tank with MD is like. Yeah. He just starts talking out loud. Yeah. I was like, guys, you know what the mysteries of this universe really are? <laughs> okay, we you know what back to what you're saying. I, I don't disagree with what you said. I guess it does come down to the person what, what they it want does. the outcome to be. Yeah, yeah. Formula but I think uh, what would be a better place if everybody thought the way in the sense of trying to better everybody and themselves at the same time. It you certainly know? would. Yeah, I, yeah, I can agree with that. Everyone wants 100 million versus 100 million people to be fed, right? Well, that's a th- okay. Can you look this up for me? Uh, I got a Svedger fucking doing stuff. Can you look up uh, how many followers The Rock has? Please, just look up the, on Twitter. Look up how many followers he has. It's no John Cena. He's no John Cena. Dun, I'll tell you Apple down. Fuck. Hilarious. By the way, Svedger pointed that out to me, and now every time that song comes on, can't miss it now. He says it right at the beginning, and now we've told you, you'll never be able to unhear it. It's like... It's like, Don't say it again because I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's like apple dough or something. Like, it's like, it ah, says apple dough. Apple dough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 10,000. He has 10,000 followers. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> uh, you mean this point, hour? 10.6 million. 10.6 million. Okay. So he doesn't have the most followers. That's, but, a, that's what? That's one fourth of the Canadian population? Right. Just put that in perspective. <laughs> one okay? fourth of the Canadian right. population. So 10.6. Let's say, just for benefit of the doubt, let's say. A million of those are fake. Okay, so you look up Drake. See, look up Drake. Look up Drake. So I bet you that's more than Canadian the entire population. So my 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 point being with The Rock is just like if if he wants to announce that he's doing a film, Mm -hmm. even if it's straight to fucking DVD, yeah, never, never at this (laughs) stage, never. But like even if he did, the the idea behind that being that in one tweet he could blast more ears, eyes, and homes than like a prime time fucking slot for like the bachelor or something like that yeah. like you know what i mean like well actually i don't really know so the you don't numbers get that do. <laughs> yeah but like that's let's an say, example show but like news. yeah ctv news 0.1 million 34 and million like, the population can is like 44 million right now like no 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 there. hold on like 20 uh, no, 30, no it's like 30, no. 30 and 40 yeah 30. It's, i think it's, it's between I think 30 and 40. 40 checks that too but that basically be, he's wrong he's he's say, he's say 20 million no 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 no, no not 20 it's it was 20 million like, like 1970 right now yeah and he's stuck in the 70s it, i'm gonna say it's about 36 million 44 okay, okay check 44. this out canada population what's on the line here fucking dlw uh, <laughs> all the dlw merch on the new line hilarious uh i you know maca was a gentleman and didn't say anything he didn't say like i want the podcast i'm like all right i'm trying to think of something good <laughs> just 35 million 35 really yes 2016 which bob barker know, well, no, our census was recent yeah um 35 year, sure? hey bob barker look that up that's a difference of two million for my answer that's a 30 oh this one said 30 that's a showcase showdown and i just I won like, oh, dlw yeah, <laughs> somehow it's live that doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it's live that's hilarious well anyway and drake's followers were what 34 34 yeah like th- well roughly Right, thirty. I think it's thirty-four. Something, something like that. that. But like, 35, look right. at that. That's that's crazy. So if Drake wants to announce a new album with no promotion, i.e., just he tweets it or something, yeah. like that, it still gets more promotion. It would probably than the, be better to just do that. Yeah, but it would get more just promotion than the highest promoted Tupac album in nineteen ninety-six. 
You know what I mean? Sure. Like, or, or pick a year. It doesn't matter. Like he. How many people watch the Super Bowl commercials? What's the stats on that? Uh, that's it's crazy. A, that's like forty, absurd, yeah. forty-eight million or some shit like that. Way that's more. Than a bunch. Yeah. More than that. Way more. Than that. I thought the record was like. Can you look this up? You look oh this boy. Up? Here we go. <laughs> a lot of fact checking. Highest See, Super Bowl crowd ever. The most just facts. The most facts checked. Per, per episode, episode yeah. so far. This is what Seymour used to just do on the Boomcast, by the way. This is like he, we used to just now. we used to talk shit like this and not stop for fact checking, and then he would jump you in didn't and be like, "Ask for it." Yeah, he, he, <laughs> you just start spouting bullshit. Yeah, I look over at the camera. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Wow, there's like 29 tabs open or something," and he'd be like. Okay, back to your point 15 minutes ago. He's like, turns out uh, Simon and Garfunkel actually did not uh, commit uh, a burglary that night. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't even, do we talk about that? He's like, yeah, just some crazy shit. Um, but yeah, like, it, I don't know. Like, that reach is crazy though, right? Yeah, it's you nuts, think about man. that? That's, and that, see, that's, that's my point. The amount of people that you can influence nowadays, if you're in those positions as some of these celebrities and some of these artists are, is mind-boggling. Again, it's, it's, it's almost insane. the po- entire population of Canada Drake can hit with one tweet or one Instagram folder or okay. one status. Let's play a game. That's that's let's play a game. Absurd. If you had, what did Drake have? Thirty-five million. 30 over one hundred and ten million, by the way. One hundred ten viewing this rule. Wow, really? One hundred ten million Whoa. people watched. That's it's the like highest. One hundred ten. One hundred fifteen. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, okay. Even, even so, Drake can almost hit half of that. Right, which means two tweets at two different. Peaks hours, you might have the same hit. Exactly. Kind of like, whereas, like, that's like a three, four hour event, five hour event, whatever. Doesn't matter. But, like, okay, let's play a game. It's actually down from last year. It's down. Yeah. Probably because the cable cutters, people are just know. streaming just illegally and stuff. Um, it's let's, the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, the, let's play a game. The, the total followers Drake had was 34 million, we just looked up. Yes. So, if you had those followers right now, poof, abracadabra, boom. Yeah. You have these followers. What what do you do with that? Like, first of all, you have to be aware of the power that that because like exactly, it's a very very strategic plan. That is for right. Sure. Yeah. Because I'm not you, saying. Do you I not feel just... like at some level you you'd be concerned about the lose? Because like here's the thing: a bad day for your follower growth would be like you only gained you know, a thousand followers that day or something like that, which is still insane. Yeah. But you might lose, say, 300,000 because... You said something. You said something. That probably eats away at you on some well, level. Like, I, like I'm trying to expand my mind to that. So like, you have to go out. You followers. definitely have to come up with a strategic plan of how you're going to... What, what cards you're going to play. And you definitely have to go about what you're going to say in the, in, the, in the wording that you say it, so you're not alienating anybody, mm-hmm. so that you're showing empathy, so that you're not judging, so that you're kind of stating an obvious point that everybody can get on board with. There's, there's, there's quite a bit of things you'd have to take into account. It's true. Like, I, I completely agree I'm not that. saying you'd all of a sudden start drilling people with, with we should do this, we should do that. No, no, no. It's not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, what am I saying? I'm saying you'd have to use be, it where it should yeah. be used and use it appropriately. So if you had those followers, would you speak out about this pipeline situation? Yeah, right you know, now? and the other day, I, I just I, I said what I said earlier online mm-hmm. the other day. I said, hey, and it, <clears throat> I stated the obvious that anyone can get behind. Hey, yeah, is it is it make any sense to put a pipeline, an oil pipeline under the Missouri River? Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. That was a good point I, you made. Anybody think in this room is going to disagree with that? That was a good point you made earlier, and, and I, I think you made it online as well. It was like, you know, just the 
thinking behind that yeah, doesn't even that's, match. That's, that's what I'm saying, right? Just the, the stating the obvious, the thinking behind it. Okay, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I think nowadays we can figure out different ways to go about that, to make mm-hmm. that pipeline work and make it not affect anybody. You know what I mean? And that's no, the best as we can, especially with the technology we have nowadays. But again, it's just stating the obvious. No one's going to disagree with that statement, I would think. I, I well, mean, people obviously people would. That's a given. That's the they're thing. Doing, they're doing it, but yeah. the people that are disagreeing with it, I feel aren't these people that are that are looking for a better future, right? Yeah, when it comes I, I down to it, the majority of people looking for a better future, I would hope I would outweigh that number of people who aren't. Which is crazy, right? It's the weird. It's one of those weird mysteries of Again, life because people people without power often <clears throat> have opinions on how to run power, and then people with power are like. They're so unrelatable. Of course. But I think the people still with power right now are not our generation. They're baby boomers. They're old schoolers. They're yeah, a different way of thinking, a different way of life that they're used to. They're not used to what we as the millennials or even, fuck, even the millennials are kind of getting old now. The generations below us now and the generations under their, in 40 and under, there's a different way of thinking and a different way of life there now, I feel. What would we you call, we're not uh, in that position to run. What would you call the generation... Uh, after uh, millennials, millennials yeah. oh, I actually know what I was thinking about that at work the other day. Was is there a think. name for that? I don't know if there is, to be honest. It's with still you. millennial. Is it still, it's still millennial? millennial? They haven't well, like I think capped it should, that. It should be a difference by now. I, I, they should be coming up with something. Different. Yeah, because like I have nieces and nephews that are like, first of all, it's like they woke up in Blade Runner or some shit. Like they have they have more access <laughs> yeah. to to like things that I, I can't even comprehend. I think, not, and I think like nineteen ninety two and up should be something else now. Really? Well, the I only reason so. that it's millennials because it's at the millennium. So you, like, we're all millennials. Yeah. So like no, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I have a nephew that was born two thousand and nine. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that was like a couple years ago. But like, mm, that was like six years ago. Yeah. Like in another year, it'd be seven. And I'm like, I remember when I was seven. What like, I feel, like, I feel like it's not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, what, right. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's the era that you grew up in, right? Like I was born in '86, so. The things that I was exposed to in the in the in the early and mid and late nineties, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's kind of like them. I feel those are millennials, and I, I hear you on that. But like our generation, everyone here in this room, we were all born in a weird cusp of yeah. kind of late Gen X and also early millennials because there are we have older siblings. Some of us have older siblings here that are like tech savvy, not in the way that we're tech savvy. <clears throat> yeah. Like they still. You know, they don't type QWERTY keyboard style. They, like, you know, one finger one poke finger kind of thing. Like, are they German? Using the, the different <laughs> one? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. still a QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. It's still yeah. QWERTY. It's not uh, the yeah. other one. It's still very QWERTY. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but the uh, the idea behind that, though, is, like, is like we're on this weird cusp, though, where we existed before the Internet enough to grow up and, like, have no internet and then all of a sudden the internet was like hey you're teenagers you guys want to have the internet yeah. and we're like holy fuck and now we have yeah. this like and download the fuck out of some music just yeah watch not, jpeg <laughs> jpeg porn let's do Six this yeah. <laughs> yeah sweet so like that's what i'm saying like there's a there's a significant difference between that and my nephew i was mentioning earlier who was born ready eight years after 9 11 with an ipad what the hands. fuck dude i had to have a conversation with him where i was like Wait a minute. Like, it just, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, you were born after 9-11. So I was like, so you've always lived in this world. You don't, you don't know what it was like before that? Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, watch, uh, 
Watch Passenger uh, 57 with, <laughs> with Wesley Snipes. With Wesley Snipes. I'm like, that's what it was like. People could walk freely. Hey, go say hi to the pilot. <laughs> you know, terrorists take over a plane. You shoot it down. It's fucking easy. It's like... <laughs> Uh, you know, but it was weird. I had this like conversation with him where I was like, "Hey, listen, uh, uh, you didn't always have to take your shoes off in the airport. You didn't always have to do this kind of yeah. stuff." And it's, it's weird. Like I almost feel like we've kind of gone a little bit far from it now. I was on a plane last week, and uh, of course, I knew this was going to happen. I knew, it was, of course, it was going to happen. I always get randomly fucking tested. Like, hey, you. I would definitely Boom. pull you aside. They always pull me over all the time. I always all the time. Yeah. They're like, "Where are you coming from?" Sounds justified. Now. And I'm like, "Ontario." <laughs> and then and then they're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." By way of what? <laughs> and I'm like, an I'm like another plane. Like I don't know. Your mom's house. Like, Your mom, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got a ten six here. <laughs> Just like what the fuck a ten six? Yeah, like they uh, they're kind of. Um, they're kind of eased eased up on stuff though. But you know what I did notice is uh, on the way on the way there, no one took any any shoes off at all or anything. And uh, I was like, of course, I'm not taking my shoes off. That's a fucking ridiculous notion. This is stupid security that someone put on for one isolated incident. A lot of these in guys Chicago. are bored too, right? Right. They're gonna just make do, totally. make you do shit for the sake. So of no it. one took their shoes off. No one said anything about it. No, everything is fine. Go through, no problem. On the way back though. I noticed like every third person was taking off their shoes and I'm like, that's conditioning, man. You've been conditioned for the better part of over a decade, more than that, a decade plus of conditioning of like, you have to take your shoes off. Why? You just have to. No, that's fucking dumb. It goes right back to our first. Yeah. Well, it just goes back to our, our first conversation, which was like, Hey, the, the faceless guy that was like, you know what? It's gonna keep us safer. Take, make them take their fucking shoes off. And it's just like that doesn't keep us safe. That doesn't keep us safe. The fact that there are air marshals in the sky keeps us safe. The fact that there are people that are actively X-ray screening you as you go through that keeps you safe. This idea that you can like, you know, I don't know if you guys remember what happened, but the guy that tried to fucking light his shoe on fire ended up getting like just destroyed by like. 10 passengers <laughs> like he was he tried it and they're like what the fuck and they like killed him not really but like basically beat the shit out of and you know very justified in doing so but what, the point being is that like a lot of that stuff is just the illusion of security it's not of course it's not real it's not real so if they can instill the fear they'll prevent prevent they, you know they make they yeah. make it think they're gonna prevent it from happening too right yeah they check everything so don't even bother trying to blow up a plane now right have you ever been in a close call on a plane like uh, like turbulence engines turbulence, yeah. stuff like that yeah like going close to like is that a close to, call or is that just turbulence some I went through some turbulence that actually scared the shit out of me where I thought I was going down that's what I'm saying because yeah. like I had my brother on perceived close call yeah, yeah, I had my, I, yeah. That, works. <laughs> that works I did an away game back in Ontario <laughs> last week so we did a show just Jordan and myself my brother Jordan McDonald and uh, on the show, he he told me he just came back from Scotland, and he was like, they had to divert his plane to Greenland. They did like an emergency landing. Really? It was fucking crazy. And uh, he said he told me on the show, and he told me way more off air. But uh, I'll just say it now. But he was saying like, he's like, yeah. Um, at one point, we just dropped like like a fucking ton of like we just started descending. He's like, and we're right over the ocean. He's like. You know, the thoughts that go through your head are just like, oh, my God, like, this is how it happens. And uh, 
he's like they tried to park us in some place in Greenland. It was like an old abandoned U.S. not abandoned, but like like an old <laughs> U.S. military base or something. So he said as they were like approaching, they don't even know where it is. They're flying blind, no instruments going through. He's like, he's seeing mountains pass by the window and he's like, oh my God. Like just thinking about that movie alive in the eighties, like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. he's just, oh my God. Like, so he's telling me this and then, then he admits to me on the show he, last week, he admits that, uh, he's like, you know, I pulled out my phone and I was like, this is Jordan McDonald. Oh, I live here. If anyone gets this message, just let them know. And I was like, oh my God. Like that's the, that's. You hit send early by accident. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But like, fine. He, everything's fine. <laughs> he's going through it though. And like, like he's going through the motions of like, oh my God, like, like, please, please tell my loved ones, you know, yep. I did my best or like what, like some crazy, right. Some end of life message. Just think about just, if you're listening to this, right now wherever you fuck you are if you're watching pull your phone just for one second hold it in your hand and imagine you had to make that message for a second like the mentality of that like you you're committing to that like that's a that's no fucking you know half line with your like, fuck don't let me die <laughs> <Yeah>. in Greenland <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like fuck you know in some place I can't even pronounce like it's just some crazy but like the, the idea behind that is is you know like he obviously was so committed to it but then I asked him afterwards I was like uh, Jordan did you uh, keep the video and he's like, he's like, I watched it twice after we finally landed. And he's like, my heart was just racing and I just deleted it. He's like, I deleted a video. Yeah. And he's like, I watched That's it. That's an artist move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a singer move for sure. He's like, I got to get on video. It's like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, but the best part is, is like, yeah, I watched it twice and then I deleted it. And I was like, ah, I was like, I would have fucking paid you money to watch that fucking video. He's like, really? I was like, dude, I was like, I was like, you captured true terror. Like, <laughs> like that's crazy. Anyway, like it, it turned out fine. It was fine. Whatever. Would ask the flight staff immediately as soon as you started descending and feel like you're going to die. Will at least give me a fucking drink before I'm, yeah. I'm going to yeah. die. <sighs> they should be free. empty out that liquor cabinet. Yeah. Let's that's, go. That's let's let's do this right now. If I'm going to die, <laughs> fucking give me a drink, please. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Let me roll a joint. <laughs> fucking roll a joint some. You're fucking dead, Rick. <laughs> yeah, man, it's all good. But uh, let me ask you this. Um, clothing line, you're wearing a, uh, a new piece right now that I know is not available online yet. Yeah. Uh, so the clothing line we're talking about is Dressing Lice Wounds. Uh, DLW, as it's more affectionately known to the people that rock its brand, it's a mm -hmm. lifestyle brand. Um, let me ask you this. So when can people expect to buy new lines? Because I get people hitting me up all the time. You, DLW sponsored the show for a long time. You know, we're waiting for a new line to put some new ads in. What? But, I uh, confidently say March. March of 2017, folks. Yes. That's we, that's the best we can uh, best we can hope March. for. I think that's uh, that's an amazing approach. If people want to check out DLW, they can go to dressinglicewounds.bigcartel.com. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing, uh, formerly streetwear brand, now just a lifestyle brand. It's yes. actually so dope. I, I personally wear it all the time. I definitely chose not to wear it today on the one day so you guys didn't think I was pandering. But the fact is you can watch pretty much any episode of the show and I'm wearing something from them. So I don't know. I, I love it a lot. Uh, what What's one piece you're excited to unleash on the masses for for clothing, because like you know it, it's so popular, man. Like I want I want people to understand that a lot watching at home. If you can <clears> see uh, this new zipped up hoodie we got on Maca here, it's so dope. But like, what's one piece that you you really can't wait to release? I'm, you know what? I'm really happy with all of it right now. To be all honest. of it? Yeah, I am. I'm really. You know what? I, I decided to go with this line. I really wanted to make it. Um, um, 
neutral where anybody can wear it. It's almost like timeless clothing where it will never go out of style. Mm -hmm. Simple colorways, you know, stuff like that. Simple logos, um, but still catch the eye, you know, and still get the point across. But I just, I just want to make it something that a soccer dad can wear. Straight up, yeah, some yeah. people may not agree with that, but it's like I want every, I want anybody to be able to wear it. Because like know? some people That's might not thing. be aware, but it started off as like a brand extension of just like artist merch. Yes, like you wanted to just make quality artist merch because a lot of times people will buy shirts. Like Savedra, how many times have you gone to a show? And you buy a shirt from a band, you like wash it a couple times, and you're like, "Fuck, that's it." Yeah, yeah, peels apart. It's just a shitty yeah. shirt, right? Yeah, exactly. or yeah, or C Mart. Super same experience, right? Like, how many times have you gone to a show? You look at this <laughs> little bub shirt <laughs> yeah, that's bub shirt going staying right strong because it's good quality, obviously. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but like the, the but you get scratchy ones too. I find that's the worst. You get one that's like. It's fine for one, and then it's like this is uncomfortable. The material, yeah. nice my least, touch least for, favorite is the yeah. heavy, the heavy shirt where yeah. it's like that's just the t-shirt that weighs like yeah, weighs four pounds, like a fifty-fifty, like, yeah, like a fifty-fifty cotton mm -hmm. is a little too heavy sometimes in Vancouver. Yeah, so I definitely thing. appreciate yeah. that. Want to make something that people would wear, right? They'll, they'll always wear, you know. Always, and like yeah. that's the thing. The timeless point that you touched on really makes sense for the brand because it it's dope man like you know it's been endorsed previously by like uh artists such as mocha only mm -hmm. um it's you know it's definitely hit within the festival scene of the first first two lines that came out this new line though i think is going to be a huge step up for the whole brand and in, in general uh, i'm really excited just to be even semi-associated i love uh i love everything about it can't wait to rock the new clothes march 2017 yes god damn uh yeah um one more thing uh because right now if people want to check out your music how can they do so if they want to do so you tell them oh don't mind if i do if you want to go to <laughs> <laughs> well you want to search mad mac music m-a-d-m-a-k-m-u-s-i-c yes correct Ooh. and uh after you have a few drinks try spelling words out loud when it's on the internet forever. It's a little more challenging. That one beer kind of made me fudge my words up a little, <laughs> a little bit. It's because it's good beer, beer, off the rail <laughs> brewing <laughs> company. That's right. Jets quickly derails. Hey, hey, do you feel like <laughs> yeah. it's because it's checkmate beer, possibly? Uh, Just want to throw yeah, that yeah, yeah, out yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. That's Woo! a lot of that. Beer. Yeah, if, I, if I'm not drinking, we'll get you a t shirt. Don't worry. If I have like one beer, it makes me so raspy. I need to like, keep on drinking and drinking and drinking. You know what I just realized? And this is how good this beer is. This is my first beer in i'm gonna say four weeks maybe five weeks i haven't had a, a, a like a beer in like five mm -hmm. weeks i've just been sticking to the jacques daniel jacques and uh sticking to that because well it's delicious but also because uh I'm trying to lose a little weight can't put yourself on camera every week maca for an hour and not notice a little fucking few things you don't I just like don't eat that's easy yeah, you just, just don't eat you just go full, a lot of times uh, i'm scared to eat so i just don't eat yeah, really. <laughs> you just go full Zoolander. Straight fuck sweating, it. Straight sweating. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, we good. Uh, good segue. Can't uh, can't forget about this. Uh, we got a new video coming out. Yes, yes. You yes. collaborated with directors uh, Anthony, Anthony Packer and Marcus Fung. Marcus Fung, yeah. great guys, man. I, I've met them. Super good guys. Yeah, very um, good guys. You're really good, talented yeah. young yeah. dudes. 
and uh, they directed your last video too, right? Yeah, they did Don't Ask Me as well. Don't Ask Me off Moxie. Yeah, and off then of Moxie. this new one is called... Sweatin' Off the Cheeky EP. Off the Cheeky EP. Yeah. And now Sweatin's already up for the, the, yeah, the single. Yeah, so if you want to go listen to it, you can go to my SoundCloud and listen right. to it there again. I saw it got like pretty good pickup. Did yeah, it get, we, hit, we almost had 15,000 plays on that song. Damn, that's pretty the good. R- Russia, Mother Russia's playing the... Mother that's Russia and Ukraine is playing the. That's playing right. it a lot. Tweet that. Good conflict Rock. music, maybe. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Man. I, was, I was like, whoa. Yeah, Russia, Ukraine, UK, and the States is Put on that Mecca. We love him. Dance music, bro. I love Canadian dance music. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's no, so seriously. Good. Turn it up. It's just so good. You just like to dance all day. Turn it up. Russian Tim's really mad at our accents right now. Yeah, it's it's fucking awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but uh, people can look forward to that release when? Pretty soon? You tell me. Oh, maybe a week? Maybe a week from today. I hope a week. Well, let's not do a week from today. Election day. Yeah, I think there's a bit of news going on that day. <laughs> Might get buried. Let's say yeah, sweating from that. What's going on with that anyway? Oh, so. Let's say yeah. Let's say ten days from now. I'll <laughs> give them. I'll give them three days to you know. Stop sweating. Sweat, sweat, sweat. The world might end in one week. Say, Who knows? Just <laughs> mean north of the border might end in one yeah, week. Yeah, you might just have a lot of undocumented Americans coming through. That's all. <laughs> just to let you know. Uh, but hey, Christina um, Perry, you can stay at my house. Oh shit! There you go. How are you going to make room for her if Ellie Goulding's at your house? She's from the UK. She ain't coming here. Oh, yeah, she could. Brexit. Brexit. Brexit, yo. That's right, she might. <laughs> she might be on her way. Yeah. She, she, dude, she might have took a freight liner six oh, weeks ago. <laughs> she's, a, a boat. <laughs> she's, she's navigating Baffin Island right now. Fuck. She's, she'll get here. Uh, Mackett, you're a yes. very talented dude. Thank if you. people want to follow you, how can they follow you? Um... Gosh. Great. Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, Jordan last week made a good point about this. We need, no, need to come with something a little more exciting. How can they follow you? We need to come with something new. Well, Jordan last week was like, I said the same thing. I'm like, Jordan, how can they follow you? And before he even answered, I was just like, you can follow him at Jordan on tour. And he's like, wow, you know my handles? And then I was like, yeah. And he was like, Jamie doesn't even use notes or anything. Well, I'll just be like, look at this right now. Cam, do you see any notes? No. Nope. You can follow Maka on Instagram at Willy Wampa. Yes. And you can also follow him on Facebook <clears throat> as William H. Macy. You can <laughs> <laughs> tons of followers. Uh, no, you can follow Maka, just William Maka on Facebook if you want to connect directly. But that's his private stuff, guys. Don't so don't yeah. try and get to him. Hit just, me up. just go to Maka. Mad Mac Music is the best way to do it. Hit him up straight. M A K Music. Music. Yes, Boom. which needs to be changed. You can tell me off air how you think we should improve the show. Well, we got a list of things we need to do, right? Oh, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, uh, we won't talk about that yet, but we do have some exciting news. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you back on short order to talk about that. Cool. But uh, New Year is going to be very fantastic and amazing. Mr. Saavedra, how can people follow you? Uh, just follow me at the Saavedra on Twitter. That'd oh, be, that'd be shit. Fantastic. Just so you know, Saavedra, I knew how to follow you already. But I know you didn't. <laughs> We do this every week. <laughs> I'll follow Off the Rail Brewing. Yes. Boom. Instagram, Twitter. Off Facebook. the Rail Brewing. Man, big shout outs to these guys taking a chance on us. We appreciate you know our sponsors as they grow. Uh, you guys are in on the ground floor. How awesome is that? We appreciate it. We're trying to build something special. Very here. thankful. Very thankful. Seamart, um, how can people follow you if they want to? It's just uh, not a thing. 
Well, that's well, that's the best answer we can hope for. It's not bad. That's good. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so by going to Intergalactic Interviews on your iTunes. Please click subscribe. Shoot us a review if you think we deserve it. We'd really appreciate it. Maybe five stars. I don't know. Maybe maybe one. Maybe one. Whatever you guys. Three. Maybe a solid three. Maybe we're a fucking three star show. Four and a half. Take your three star show and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. He said to me. Well, that's okay. If you want to give us any kind of review, we'd appreciate it. But if you go to iTunes right now, go to Intergalactic Interviews. You'll find us. We're the only ones. There's no one up there like us. Intergalactic Interviews. We're also available on YouTube and on Stitcher and on SoundCloud. Guys, we love you listening, watching, every week supporting. If you guys want to shoot us an email, give us some uh, feedback, you can do so at Intergalactic. Or questions for MD. Or questions. Yeah, just straight up questions. Let's do that. Okay, fine. Ask MD. Ask MD. Ask okay. MD. Intergalactic interviews at gmail.com is new the uh, yeah, yeah new seg. We just literally made it up right Ask now. Ask MD. Ask MD. Maybe I'll start sending my own. Maybe we should all <laughs> let's start like uh, anonymous emails and send them in. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, you suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. <laughs> Dear Jamie, why do you suck? Times ten, times ten, times ten. I'm like, great. What the fuck? I'm like, fuck your entire life. Uh, Wait, maybe we should all just harmonize Ask MD right now, and then that'll be the sample we'll use. Ready? One, two, three. Ask MD. Well, that was pretty good, guys. What can I say? We're going to fucking sample that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow me, yeah, if you want to follow, oh, don't forget to follow Intergalactic Interviews on Instagram. It's a good Big one. time. We love that. It's a good one. We'd love you to help us grow our followers. Um, if you want to follow, <laughs> yeah, if you want to follow myself, you can do so at MD underscore Boomsday. That's all across the board. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. We're all over the place. And uh, Maka, you're a talented fucking fella. Thank you. We love you. I hope yeah. it made sense tonight. Friend of the show, sir. Uh, you'll Did always... you good? Did I do alright? I think so. Yeah, what do you think? Like? Let's oh, yeah. get wait. Yeah. Let's get uh, Svedra out of a between a rating of one and, and three. Be, and be truthful. Yeah, I can tell <laughs> a one yeah. and three. Yeah, between one and three. How well I did he do? Three for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no range at all. You're like, I don't know, like a two. I'm like, sure, yeah, sure, dude. Still pretty high. Two thirds, good. Good. <laughs> pretty good. Solid sixty-six. Fucking right. Uh, next week, guys. Uh, I don't know who we have on off the top of my head, but it's gonna be an amazing show. I'm, of course, Hogan. it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. We love you very much. Uh, we'll see you all next. Cheers. Week. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. Yeah, we did it.